Yes, guys, welcome back to season two, episode 20 of How to Ruin a Good Walk. We have a podcast coming up for you today. Um, I'm excited about open qualifying. Yes. I'm going to yes. talk about this. Now, Josh, you've carried for me. I have. Uh, only at first stage, so you know a lot about this. Um, so I'm looking forward to diving into this, talking about some of the heroes that um, will be pegging it up at the Open this year. Yes, but we're going to do that a little bit later on because... As always, it's been a mad, mad week in golf. Um, we don't seem to have any quiet weeks at the moment. Well, here you go. I know you already brought up this point, but John Deere, what happened? It was sort of overshadowed again by the yeah. golf. And we obviously, obviously, this is going to happen because. Is it because it's new? Well, yeah. Do you reckon, new. like, do you reckon well, that's all it is, though? I, no, I don't, because I think that there's. Uh, I don't know. It's just. Live golf is just going to be bigger than people think. I, I honestly believe that. I think people thought it may be, oh, it's a bit of a flash in the pan. But actually, more and more players, big name players, are, are taking this up. And I don't think it's going anywhere fast. Well, the theme is, we go on this podcast every week, and every week we're saying, so-and-so's moved, so-and-so's gone. There's not been a point on this podcast yet where we said someone's joined, someone's left. No, and again this week we're gonna we're gonna talk about it later on. But Paul Casey is mm. committed to live. Like, yeah. there's so much going on with it, and I don't know. I I just I just don't see how the European Tour and the or the DP World Tour, sorry, and the PJ Tour are. Well, I don't see what they're gonna do. I don't see how they can not allow these players to do both. I, I, I got no idea, but I think these players are, are sort of at the point now where they're like, "Well, I don't need to go back. I don't need to play." I've earned enough money. But then again, it then comes back because I imagine the likes of Bryson's still going to want to play majors. So it's going to see how their stances are next year, the major championships. Well, as I said a few weeks ago, the big stumbling block for Live Golf is world ranking points. If none of these events are allowed to be world ranking points, these guys will fall outside the top hundred, yeah. top fifty, top sixty. Um, and then the only way of them qualifying, if they're allowed to do that, is going through regional yeah, and then going through final qualifying. But I think we did touch on it last week. Um, I think, or was it just after the podcast that this came out last week? It didn't touch the, on it last week. I, I said it was a stumbling block a few weeks ago. Well, they have actually... Um, I'm trying to find the article now, but they've sort of inquired about... Yeah, we said that, actually. Did we say it? Yeah, we inquired, but that, that's as far as it's gone. I mean... It depends what side of the fence the uh, the world well, system. Yeah, they sit on because it. I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just going to be an ongoing story. And and yes, we are going to talk about it every week because something is happening with it every week. I don't know when the next event is now. Probably a couple of weeks time. But it's just going to snowball. I mean, what are these guys doing in between? Well, fishing, chilling, says. practicing, like. I'm only going to practice though. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, let's. Let, we, we are going to get into all this, but I'm sure you want to do Chop of the Week first. Yeah, sorry, because I got away later. Okay, yeah. so if you're new to this podcast, well, welcome. Thank you guys for the support recently. Um, and you continue to support if you listen from the start, I should say that. Yes. Um, well, 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 and well, well. Before you move on to that, we have seen a big yes, we spike have. in That's what I was saying, downloads thank you. and listeners, so I thank you as well as Alex. Well, that's why I was thinking. Yeah, I know. Well, I want to say it as well. Big thank you for us both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've been waiting for this. Where do I start? Do I start with the the last round or the round before? Okay, so... Whatever you want. Either way, it's not going to be nice for me. Well, let's just go over both of them because they're both pretty similar. They're both pretty bad. Um, so, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll have seen yesterday... Yesterday, it was about five yesterday, days ago. Sunday, yeah. Yesterday, uh, me and Josh took part. So we're doing in... this on Monday, by the way. So this is Sunday. Yeah, sorry, the client who's qualifying. Uh, we uh, had a little game of golf. We did. This will all be videoed as well. It is. Uh, and I have to say, uh, Josh, uh, captain, struggled with a bit of hooks. But, but, I think you might have lost three golf balls yesterday. In fact, no. No, I didn't lose any. Didn't lose any, but you I somehow, found the ball somehow. Somehow you found them. <laughs> so I'm going to digress to the round before. We got up early one Sunday morning, a week prior to this. See, Josh won't let me actually talk about this round. We played the first 12 holes, and we played 17-18. Yeah. I think over the uh, 14 holes that we played, Josh lost. 
seven golf balls. In fact, he was on Amazon (laughs) going down the 10th, ordering golf balls. For his the, next round. You know the worst thing is, for free, it was the most expensive free round of golf I've ever had. <laughs> like, honestly. Mate, I, I don't know what it is because I played on Tuesday and was fine. Well, pure, well. Pure. I mean, I mean, this is uh, this is all obviously open to Josh's interpretation of fine and pure. This cannot be confirmed or even denied by me. Not witnessed the good golf. Mate. Why would why, mate? I have no reason to lie to you. <laughs> like, the, I told you, I told you about the first hole, mate. No, and, no, and it like, is. that is very impressive. In comparison to how I played on the Sunday, it was stark contrast. So, it's just frustrating, mate. Golf is so well, hard. Well, what we're gonna do is this Sunday coming, Josh can have a golf lesson. This is long overdue. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd say it's long overdue. Uh, but and in my defence. I have been really struggling with a bad back. Like, really struggling. So, take me that what you will. Get your tissues out for a minute. I am making excuses. Half the golf nation is a bad back, mate. Well, this is particularly bad. Particularly bad. Particularly bad. Yeah, I take a beating in the winter. My body needs time. You know what? It's so in you. Getting close to 30. Give up lacrosse. Play golf. Middle-aged sport. Give up lacrosse. Also, less of the getting close to thirty. I've got another year yet. Also, are you thirty next year? Yes. The other thing. So there you go. The other thing uh, I was thinking about this today. I literally do not care how I play golf this year up until September. Well, that's it. All I'm going to that's say is me. September is fast approaching. It is. Um, and <laughs> so, uh, let's your get golf, your golf started very good at the start of the year, and it slowly digressed. Digressed. Slowly um, regressed. Digress is the right word. Um, isn't digress when you I talk digress. more? I don't really know, mate. Yeah, I mean, I think it's regress. regress. No, you're not you're not one foot. No, I'm not one foot words, really. No. Um, so all I would say is, if you follow the current trend, it's going to get worse and worse. Well, I mean, if I follow the current trend, I'll be a 46 handicap before I know it. But peaks and troughs, my friend. There has to be an upturn. It's like crypto, mate. It's got to come back up at some point. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not, not dependent on Elon Musk <laughs> saying. Uh... Um, no, but what we'll do is um, next week's pod. You can eagerly await the uh, review on here well, from Josh's course. lesson. You might not want it on here. That's not my fault. <laughs> oh well, actually, I went. I went for a lesson, and uh, I've still got the hooks. <laughs> but definitely go and see Alex Elliot. <laughs> It's not gonna I'll get him sorted. <laughs> you will get oh, him sorted. I am, I am fully... All fully he needs to do is centre the knees and tumble the face. Correct. And twist through In the fact, you've got too much tumble in the face and not enough centre the knees. I know I have. It's all but the wrong order. I, I, I do actually think it is back-related. It's me trying to protect my back. I would, I would say, yeah. yeah. But nobody wants to hear your sob story about your back, mate. So, uh, <laughs> right, let's move on then and leave that there. Thank Live golf, God. update me. Who has entered the fray? So Paul Casey this this week has entered the fray. And did you watch any of the event? No, absolutely Again, not. Again, mate, it was really good. Yeah, like, but I just it was so good. Like, I don't know what it is right now. I just don't want to watch golf. I've got very much into the tennis, and I got very <laughs> much into watching the cricket. If, hey, honestly, hey, honestly, we do a golf podcast. Yeah, but and you're not watching golf. <laughs> if someone said to me, right, Alex, you got the option to watch TV today. You've got cricket, golf, and uh, tennis. Too bad. Johnny Bairstow biffing it's quite yeah. good to watch. I would rather watch tennis, cricket, golf. Well, yeah, but then I guess in come, the order. But I guess come next week it'll be golf. Yeah, because major week, y- innit? Y- yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, like, yeah. I mean, like right now, obviously tennis is Wimbledon, so that's yeah. why I'm watching that. I don't, don't honestly, I don't watch tennis on a reg. Um, I, don't, I watch quite a lot of cricket. I watch quite, <laughs> quite, quite a lot of cricket, um, but it, 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 the event was really good. I don't know why I've developed a stutter. What was good about it? Just the the presentation was better again. Why? Just it was just slicker. It, but what was good about it? The presentation was yeah, better what, what again. Was it was slicker. What more? Do you what to was say? the presentation? Like no, like the how it was presented, how it came across. It's like they oh, are refined. I mean, that, I mean, you mean like the broadcasting? Yeah, right? the presentation, the, the the broadcast, how it looked. I think it just looked even better than it did, I th- and I thought it looked good in London. And their 
obviously gonna it's obviously gonna get better and better and better. But like, there was some good golf played. Like I think that's the one thing that people are sort of forgetting. I don't people might not be forgetting it, but these guys are there's a lot of balls. There's on a there lot now. of very, very talented players in there. Yeah. Like yeah. we're we're not talking like and and with and I'm talking we're from talking some of the creme de la creme. And obviously from the first event, that has now changed. Mm. So at the first event you had DJ. Was like the name, the name on it. But now with you've some, got with some others like Ustazen's in there. Yeah, but but now you've got Bryson, Bryson, Brooks, like and these guys are like playing some good golf. Mate. Mm. And they and the the like Matt Wolf was there. That's another one. And the the golf was good. The scoring was good. I'm are just, all these guys getting paid? Yeah, they must be, mate. They must be. Jacking. All the big names that have gone over will be getting yeah. some form of pay payment. Like they, uh, but I, I think obviously depending on who you are it depends on how much you get paid. I.e., Brooks, D- Dustin Johnson, Bryson will probably get paid more than Matt Wolf's getting paid. Yeah. But like Brandon Grace won the event thirteen under par, followed by Carlos Ortiz, who was a new. Name new in name, the fray. Uh, yeah. Um at eleven under par. Then Patrick Reed, another new name in the fray, nine under par, with Dustin Johnson. Uh, also nine under par. Yeah. Um and then Louis Oosthuizen, fifth, seven under par. Um Matt Wolf, a, no, a good result for him actually, eighth, three under par. Yeah. Um Bryson, tenth, two under par. So the Abraham Answers up there as well, they're turning in good results. How did that amateur so. get on? So we obviously he's got signed the three and deals. He's not started yet. I don't know if he started yet. I'm trying to find his name. What did I say his name was? Oh, you've put me on the spot here now. I will find it. It was they announced it last week, didn't they? Just prior they to doing the part. I've got it here somewhere. Like that'd be interesting to see how he did play. Eugenio Chikara, um, five over he was, twenty seventh. And does it say he earned money? It doesn't say in here but it also doesn't have an A next to his name so you think he's turned pro I think he must have turned pro none hey, of them have an A next to their the name the guy's just got a licence to print money he's obviously been a good amateur and now he's just coining it yeah absolutely coining it like ridiculously and I think as well like some of these guys like the likes of Pat Perez he made a really good point he came out and said He's been on the road since like 1999 before Matt Matt Wolf was even knocking about, even thinking about playing golf. And it's like he's won the lottery. That was his his thing. This is like winning the lottery for me. Mm. Um, And did you see the shirt that he wore to the draft? I have now. So if those that haven't seen it, he wore a shirt that was just basically printed and it was like a money money print, dollar dollar bill print. I don't know if it's $100 bill. But he's got sunglasses on the... uh, uh... What's he called? Uh, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, mate. Like, and I guess for guys like that, this is a great opportunity. Because yeah, he's, yeah, he's coming towards the end of his career. Yeah, same, same like Paul Casey's been having back, issue, back issues. Why would he not go and get a payday? Go and play go and play for a year, two years, and before you know it, you've got an extra mil in the bank. Yeah. And, More than a mil. Let's say 10 mil in the bank. Yeah. and some, But something else that happened... There was a lot of still a lot of frostiness from a interview perspective, press conference perspective. Between like, who? Well, Brooks Kepka and was an an a like what was journalist. asked? Um, he was asked. That is the question. What was he asked? I can't remember now. It's gone from my head. But he was asked something, and he just went and he just sort of like give a one word answer. Oh no, he asked if they'd been media trained. Have you been media trained into how to answer any like awkward questions about Saudi Arabia? And he just went no. And then and he said something else. And he went about uh, oh, I just answered your question. Like dead frosty. And it's not honest, a guy you want to mess with. Is it? Let's be honest. What do you say? Not a guy you want to mess with. No, it's not. Oh my God. But um, they're obviously they obviously have to. The journalists have to ask these. I don't have to, but. That is the story. Well, isn't it? that's what that that question is going to sell papers, isn't it? Or of course it is. Get hits on a website or whatever we decide what phrase we use. They ask them because they're loaded questions. Yeah, exactly. And um, I just think 
this is something else that was mentioned. I've seen it on on Twitter as well, and I mentioned this after the first event. The there's a lot of talk of money, a lot. Well, that's all it's about. The, no, but I mean like in the commentary. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? I'm not See, talking about journalists. But I think that's sort of, well, in my opinion, wrong. Like, if you look at a European tour event, a PGA tour event, it's more about the prestige of winning the event, but then obviously that gives you the money. Yeah. I completely get it, but they're like, Brandon Grace is on his way to four million. He's also he's also part of the Aces team, and they're going to win his game and get another £750,000. Like, it's... Very, very. Sort Here's of a question: Where do you think? Obviously, right. These but I guys, think they're doing that to make a point, though. You know. Yeah. To make a point, they're going to win lots of money. Yeah. They've been probably told the narrative is we're talking about money, 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 money. Yeah. Money. Um, Show me the money. Like Matt Wolfen, six hundred, six hundred two thousand pound, six hundred two and a half thousand pound, and. Think about how he's been playing on the PGA Tour recently. He's been playing rubbish. Not been making cuts. Like proper rubbish. You know what I mean? And that's that's a lot of dough to come. Where did he come here now? Tied eighth. Hmm. Bashan Deshambo picks up five hundred sixty thousand pound to add to his hundred hundred fifty million or whatever he's been paid. This is the thing, right? Okay, so how's this? Where are they getting their money from? So what I'm saying is, right, obviously these guys are very wealthy, but they're investing in this for a reason because they want money back in the end. Do you not think? I think uh, this is a very, very, like, touchy subject. No, forget where the money... Forget where the money comes from. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, are they doing it as a business decision where they're like, right, okay, if we invest this money now, in the next 10 years, we expect to get this back? No, they don't want... The, the the argument is it's sports washing. So they put 50 million in, 500 million in, whatever you want to say. They get 200 million back, but it's washed. Washed from what? It's clean. From what? From whatever, whatever wherever, wherever. I don't know the answer. That is just what I, my having read it and understand but, but, it. It's like it's like a way of money laundering. It's like yeah, but there's, it's there's like Roman Abramovich when he bought Chelsea. They're a state though, so yeah. But we've mm, got to clean the money too, mate. It's all to do with human rights. It's all to do with like mate. There, there was um, people protesting outside the players' hotels mm. about nine eleven because mate, because I... because that because that was. Those people were so you're Saudi. Saying, there was that, yeah, yeah, they, they were nationalists, like, weren't they? So you're 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 saying essentially they're not looking at this as a way of like, okay, let's take the PGA Tour when it first started. It was started to obviously give players a place to play, but at the end of the day, it's a company; it's got to make money, right? Yeah. So they were getting paid from TV rights, sponsors, etc. So are you saying that to be sustainable, it doesn't matter. What money they make and what money they spend, they know they're gonna get some money back. Um, yeah. Also, I may have got that wrong. I'm, I do apologise. Have so sports washing is the practice of an individual, group, or corporation or government using sport to improve their tarnished reputation. So, for example, through hosting a sporting event, the purchase of or sponsorship of sporting teams, or by participating in sport itself. But I do think as well, part of it is to do with, like, cause it's all crime, isn't it? It's all, well, like, where's the money coming from? Like, it's like the whole oil thing, isn't it? Like, oh, yeah. there, some people will look at it and say, no, well, it's, yeah. it's dirty oil money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this, it's that. Like like they did with Roman Bramwich, like mm-hmm. they did with with um, people buying City. Like yeah. they did, do you know what I mean? It's, I don't know. I, I don't want to say the wrong things. I don't want to give the wrong information. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm not asking to do that. I'm, all I'm saying is it makes them very dangerous if they don't have to recoup any money because as I'm, all my point was, at some point, does it have to make money for them to keep this going? No, I don't think it does because they don't need money. That's the point. I, and and that's, where, sorry, that's where I think I've got it wrong is 
they're not bothered what they get back mm. because they don't need the money. But look at what we're doing. Look at how we're pumping money into this. Look at how we're doing that. Yeah, we're improving. You know I mean? We're giving this many jobs. And uh... Yeah, so it's about yeah, improving we're doing this. Look at what we can do. Yeah. But it's like, but then I think the questions then come from, come is, well, where's your money coming from? Why? Do you know that? I think that's what, I think that is the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's sports washing in the sense of money laundering. I think it's more laundering their look. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, there's plenty of people that have put it in the past. Mate, Roman Bramovich is, is your prime example. He's was part of that Russian oligarch kind of thing, and look, these the but again back to the players, back to the golf. These guys not bothered. Going to pay hundred and fifty million to turn up, mate. If this you might sound this might sound terrible, I'll say it anyway. I'm not bothered. Really, that's what people think. If Live Golf turned around to me and said, "Will you come and do a bit of content for us? We'll pay you hundred and fifty grand." <laughs> Oh, they'll pay you 10 grand they'll pay you 20 grand mate do you know what I mean you're not going to turn it down are you and it's the same for these guys okay it's on a different level and people say oh well they don't need the money well, we, I said this from the start everyone still needs money yeah Bry- Bryson even came out and said it was a business decision yeah mate You once you earn that money you probably get used to spending that kind of money Yeah. your habits change don't they what you, what you buy and what you do your whole life changes depending on what you earn yeah and but again I think part of it as well is I do think like Greg Greg Norman's got a lot of stick for mm. his involvement and, and he's him. chairman isn't he yeah or CEO whatever he is he's got a lot of stick I do think okay yeah he's going to be getting paid a lot of money to back it but I do think his part of his like reasons for doing it is for the betterment of the game. I don't think it's. I think part of it is trying to change, trying to make change, whether that's from a player's perspective, mm. and improve it even more for the players, or adding a new dynamic, like like the twenty twenty did for cricket. Mm. I don't know, but I do feel like some of the stuff that he's doing is, yes, a lot of it is for the money, but I think a lot yeah. of it is. I I, I can't see past money personally but yeah like it, it but it's always going to be a tricky one it's always going to be around as well now as far as i'm concerned i think i i it, it'll I take a get, lot for it to disappear i don't I, know how it does i think it only gets stronger and stronger yeah but while we're on this the interesting things as well is we're seeing people people's relationships break down like play, oh, between you mean players between like and, PGA Tour players, European yeah. Tour players, and live golf players? Like it's come out like Fred Couples and Phil Mickelson. Apparently now, like Fred Couples said, I probably never ever speak to him again. Boxing match. <laughs> like Rory and Sergio Garcia's relationships apparently. Now this is the interesting thing. Obviously, I know Freddie Couples won't play Ryder Cup, and Mickelson probably won't. But it might but be captains Serge, and vice captains. Yeah, Sergio and and uh, Rory. There's every chance that they, and then they punched a partner as well. Every chance that they would, at least, be on a similar same squad yeah. in some capacity. Potentially, and okay, again, we're yet to know and hear what is going to happen regards mm. Ryder Corp, who can play, who can't play. But it isn't going to be. It, it it's weird to think, because you you look at golfers in. Okay, there's the odd one or two, i.e., I'd put in that bracket Brooks Kepka, mm. Patrick Reed, mm. maybe Bryson. It's always a, like people aren't that, that fond of them, but then you, you see all the other players and they all seem to be like, look at how Will Zartoris and Matt Fitzpatrick were at the US Open. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's quite a, as much as you're competing, there's a lot of camaraderie. Well, there's a lot of, I think it's probably more, a lot more respect. Yeah. There yeah. Where, and, and you see that in a lot of sport, but I, I feel like it's more potent in golf. Like, you see the camaraderie of the Ryder Cup, like, even between the teams. Um, and I just think it's something that will, something that we're not used to seeing these players going at each other. And I think that, 
it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, yeah. Because again, why is it Rory's right to comment on what Sergio's doing, um, and nor is uh, it Sergio's right to comment on what Rory's doing? I, the only thing I'd say is it's that whole thing of is what live golf is and probably where Rory's coming from ruining the reputation of golf I don't, by the way I don't agree with what I'm, I'm saying say, do you think it is? Well, no, you, like, I don't think it is no personally I don't but cause if anything it's good for golf because people talk about golf yeah but I think he's probably looking at it as we had the European Tour we had the PGA Tour PGA Tour was the pinnacle and, and you had all these tournaments and all these heritage and yeah 50 years of the Canadian Open, RBC, whatever it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that now that's all gone just because of money. So what you're playing for, basically. I, mm. I would say that would be why. But then, like you said, I mean, at the same time, why? It's like me saying, how no, you can't go and work for them. That's the thing, it? isn't it? You can't. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's a tricky situation. It's a tricky situation. But on the other side of it, Zalatoris has committed his future to the PGA as well. See, this is this is big because he's obviously a big player in form right now. Yeah. Could potentially be offered a lot of money. He's only at the start of his career and yeah. pretty much could retire off the back of it. Yeah, exactly. See, this is where I don't know... I mean, he could probably retire anyway because of the money that he's earned, but... Yeah, but yeah, I know what you my, mean. My point being, he's going to hit the lottery, basically. Yeah, exactly. But this is where I don't know where Live Golf can carry on because... They become a point where some of those guys who are playing there then become obsolete in the sense of they've not competed on the world stage. They compete on the live golf stage. Like who though? Well, because obviously the likes of Brooks, DJ, Bryson, they've all been there, done it, haven't they? Yeah, but I mean, it seems, it seems weird to okay, say that about so Bryson. He's quite young. In his here career, you go, so. right? So imagine the next three years, live golf still going. These guys can't play any of the majors. So you've then got a new Brooks. You've then got a new Kepka. Sorry, the same person. You've got a new <laughs> Brooks. You've got a new DJ. You've got a yeah. new uh, Bryson. New kids on the block. They're all competing on the PGA, European Tour, DP, PGA Tour, whatever it is. Majors, radical. Their, their stock then goes high. Yeah. Their stock plummets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. That, that that's for me. Where if the European Tour, oh, sorry, if the DP World, if Live Golf do not continually add players that are current, then they become run. obsolete. Which they seem to they, at the minute. Well, they do at the minute, but it. it's only very only only very young, isn't it? It's only very new. Yeah. So if if for for example, they didn't do this, and then in a year or two's time had these I'm not saying has beens because the major champions yeah I know what you mean but has beens yeah then what happens because does somebody want to watch Phil Mickelson in three years time who's not competed at that does somebody want to watch DJ who's not won a major in this many time does someone want to watch these players after that period of time if they don't keep getting new ones in and then right if they're playing 54 holes and it's stroke play and and it's um this whole league and set number of players. Yeah. Who falls out? Well, this is the thing. It's a closed league. And this is where it's going to get interesting. The more plays they add, because yeah. then the younger ones that were getting a shot at it, where do they fall in it? Do you know what I mean? Because there, there's some that first event. There's and it's still still now there's some guys that I I don't know. Yeah. But still getting a shot at the money and like it like I said like you said at the minute they are getting relevant getting the next big thing i that amateur but but but, okay answer that question where do you think it goes then if is it does it still become popular if 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 they don't get the new young blood in i guess that's where they've got to make it like a show isn't it they've got to do something different and they've got to be different as they are but i don't know i don't know i I don't know the answer no no no, but okay so my point to that is like would you rather watch the ex united players or city players playing against each other all the current ones that have just come off the actual derby. Would you rather watch the actual derby or the team from three years ago playing? No, like uh, everyone 
obviously says, yeah, you'd want to watch now. But then again, there is a market for it. There is a market for it. But say there's not a market for it, but, but the, the, unless they add players, they don't become current. No. They lose that currency. Yeah. Personally, I don't know. No, you Maybe are I'm, right. You are right in what you're saying. Like, there is there is going to become a point mm. when it gets to that. Mm. But it's whether they can get the buy-in from these players coming up. Yeah. If well, they can, that's when the PJ Tour is going to struggle. Time will tell. Because right now, it looks like the PJ Tour is on the back foot. Yeah, and I guess if it's out of the PJ Tour control. Yeah. Because if they dangle the big enough bag of carrots and coins. Yeah. Last thing before we move on from Liv, because we have got a few other bits we want to talk about. Far away. Did you hear what Sergio Garcia said? Yeah. Hey. Right, for those of you that haven't heard Sergio Garcia's rant. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. So, Sergio Garcia came out, and he didn't say this in an interview. This was has come out from a player so a player has said what a player on live no a player on the dp world tour i'm trying okay. to find it now which page did i have it on has come out and said that sergio here we go so it's been revealed that sergio garcia launched an expletive rant at the bmw international open following sanctions from the dp world tour on players who featured in the first live golf event mm. according to a leading player who wished to remain anonymous the 42 year old said and there's going to be some expletives there so if there's kids in the car cover your ears this tour is shit you're all fucked should have taken the saudi money <laughs> like and i get it that he's like 42 he's moving on his career but they brutal, isn't it? He's not shy to throw in some brutal words. No, he's either. not. He's not at all. Right, let's let's uh, let's okay. leave live there. Yeah, let's leave off there. But uh, guys, before we move on to the next section, it's just a reminder that this podcast is sponsored by Scottsdale Golf. Um, so if you want same day custom fitting, what's the website, Josh? www.scottsdalegolf.co.uk. It is indeed. Well done, sir. Was that felt like a test? It felt like a test. It was a semi-test, but I yeah. couldn't remember if it was UK, so uh, <laughs> glad you, God you remembered. Um, so yeah, um, the same day custom fitting, plus all like the Puma stuff that you see us wearing and everything, uh, do go and visit them um, and be sure to uh, let them know uh, where you've come from. And you did hear that right, guys. Same day custom fitting. You can get fitted and collect your clubs that very same day. Yeah, actually, if you good point here. After you listen to this week, if you've not kept up with the last couple of weeks... Um, and our YouTube channel. Go and watch um, our interview with Brad, who is uh, one of the directors there. Really good insight to the company and sort of how they've evolved uh, in a very short space of time. So, yeah, do go and watch that. What's the website? www.scottelgolf.co.uk Spot on. Right, let's move on because we want to talk the GOAT. Don't the we? GOAT has been spotted. The GOAT has been spotted. Yeah, he's getting out of a helicopter. He couldn't look more like the GOAT. In Ireland. Hat on backwards, hoodie on, backwards, shades on. The worst shades you've ever seen in your life. Leg sleeve. But it's the GOAT. It is the GOAT. So, uh, And he's teed it up. He's played today. He's playing at the minute as show me, speak. show me how he hit it. Show me how he hit it. He hit it. He hit it. He just hit it, mate. He just looks like Tiger. And You know, it's, it's one of them. Everyone's a bit... I've got it here, mate. Don't worry. Everyone's a bit like, oh, how's it going to be? How's it going to be? But... He just looks seems to be hitting it as good as ever. Like I think what he may have realised is he seemed to do it like the, he did the PJ didn't he, and then he had to pull out of the US Open, but they were quite close together. He seems to be if I think if he realises how he can manage his body, I think he can he can play for a while. So longer. what what is his pro am? Do we know? So this is the JP McManus pro pro am. Um, in Ireland. I think it's basically just a big like the the jockey. I think he's a trainer. Trainer, trying to do horses, aren't he? Yeah, yeah, it's something to do with horses, definitely. So the JP McManus Pro Am at Adair Manor. It's the Make fourth that. and fifth. That place looks unbelievable. Yeah, and there's some big name players playing. Gray McDowell's playing, which is interesting. Live golfer, Justin Rose. Um, but then you've got the likes Just of Just look at the goat Niall, walking out here. Sorry, mate. Now Horan playing. Go on, who? Look oh, yeah, with his shades on. I mean, anybody else that dresses like that, you're thinking, oh, God, mate. By the way, there's some helicopters here, aren't there? 
There is. There is. He's walking a bit of a hobble there, mate. Scottish Sheffler, I think that's just going to be it, though. I think that's just... That's... He'll probably just pull it off with a bit of swag. Well, then. Um, the like, so you've got Tiger, Scottish Sheffler, Sam Burns, Patrick Cantley, Patrick Harrington. Some names. There is some big, big names. And he is also committed to the Open. So it's going to be, hopefully... Oh, Matt Fitzpatrick's playing. Justin Thomas. God, everyone's so Jordan Spieth, John Rahm. committed to the Open. That is very pleasing. Colin Morikawa. Has, has there been anything else on that front? No, I've not seen anything. I did try and look, have a look before... Um, but I think that that to me is good enough news that he's going to be there. Like he, we've we said this before. Golf needs Tiger Woods, and I think him being back, him being at the 150th Open, is just yeah. huge, huge. And I think everyone is a bit skeptical. Is he going to be okay? How's he going to be? How's he how's he going to hold up? Is he going to make it through? The one thing I'd say, him just being there is massive. Unlike the Masters, this golf course is extremely flat. Yes. So it's going to be a lot easier to get round. Yes. And if he can hit irons, he doesn't need Mate, to hit driver that often. If he gets baked out, I've been saying this, if he gets baked out, the guy has a chance. He definitely does. Um, so while we're on the open, let's talk. Do you want to talk or do I do DP World Tour and do that after? Let's just do a little bit of DP World Tour, yeah. then we'll go finish off with some really good stuff. We want to talk about open qualifying, what it's like, what it feels like, what the process is, and uh, a few of the notable, well, not even notable, a few of the names you might not have heard of before, but have qualified for the 150th Open. Yeah. So, DP World Tour then. Mm-hmm. We had a bit of history made this week. Yep. Adrian Moronk. Now, interestingly, Adrian Moronk, he was, yeah. um, I think, I'm going to say we play in the same group as him uh, when he played Challenge Tour. So, Wait. he's... You Look, mate, your joke's old. <laughs> the viewers want to hear these stories. Yeah, but there's new people, so I can keep making the joke. Guys... Those you don't know, I like carry on the European tour. And Josh likes to make a joke of it. I, it mate, it's impressive. I'm I'm quite oh, jealous. Play, clearly, yes. Some experience. Um, He's saying that, the smirk on his face, can I just clarify? No, I'm, I'm being serious, though. But yeah, so he made history, didn't he? Mm. So he became the first Polish player to win a DP World Tour event, or European Tour event, however you want to look at it. Big event as well. Rolex event, I'm sure. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. It used to be. Don't. I'm going to quote you on that because I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it's a Rolex event. So, fair news to him. I'm just trying to pull up his scorecard here. Um, and well, we're going to talk about. We'll talk about who's qualified for. Um, well, he's definitely will that, qualified. Will that get him in? Yeah, 100. Um, because again, it was the same with the John Deere mm. JT. Post McManus. <laughs> That's JP. I know, I'm joking. <laughs> is it JT possibly? I don't know. He won. He won the John Day, which got him into the yeah, open man. as well. So oh classic. It's done the leaderboard um for the the JP McManus. Currently, those that want to know, currently leading Xander Xander Schofle. He's eight under par. Very impressive. Now this is good, where it's gonna test my skills. I've got it. Horizon Irish Open. I've got it. Leaderboard. Adrian Moronk, 20 under par. David Law up there. Uh, David Law, John Catlin, Ryan Fox. He's That's a funky swing, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, he's, a, he's in a quiet year, so it's, a, it's a big, big, bigger result from that. Um, who else have we got here? Who else have we got? Lucas Herbert's up there. Shane Lowry came ninth. Aaron Rye came ninth. Robert McIntyre came in there, 11 under par at 13. Um... Jamie Donaldson, 20. Jamie Donaldson, he... He's the one that hit that shot that won the Ryder Cup, isn't he? What happened? Where did he go? Injury, injury. Did he? Mm. He's won there before, which is why he probably got in. Ah, uh, right, okay. Um, Patrick Hamilton, 7 under par, 30. 20 under par is a, is a lot, isn't it? Yeah, but if it's a Lynx golf course with no wind, that's... It's, it's, that's his defence isn't it do you know what I mean yeah that, that I suppose is, that is its defence so I suppose just another notable um, score at the minute Till Hatton is second four under through 18 so he's four shots back but currently on the 14th hole or through 14 what was this this is today the JP In, McManus bloody hell didn't fly all hey, over the place here we were talking about last week I yeah, know but this is live Ricky Fowler Ricky Fowler four under through 14 he's not playing the open is he no. Um, 
Brooks Kepka's playing in this as well. So there's some live golfers mixed in yeah, there. But oh, it could be a bit frosty. Oh, it could be frosty. Hey, are you Team Live or uh, Team PGA? <laughs> right, I think that wraps that up. Do you want to talk Open Qualifying? Let's talk Open Qualifying. So let's first talk about the process. So essentially, um, I think if you are top 50 or 60 in the world, maybe top 100, it's basically if you are inside a certain category in the world, you get automatic. Yeah, like straight in. Yeah, you're straight into yeah. the open. And it, it, it comes after a cutoff point. And that's the same with a lot of majors though, isn't yeah, it? Um, yeah, 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 pretty much. Uh, I think, I think, it, I think, the Open's top 100. I think the Masters is top 60. Right. Um, so that's one of the criteria. Uh, if you've won this year, usually that's Gets you in. You in. Um, if you're past champion, you're in. Yeah. Uh, and if you are a top performing amateur, so you've won the British amateur, the Asian amateur, the and the US amateur, um, you, you will be in. Okay. Um, failing that process... Um, if you are a player that doesn't have a world ranking as a pro or outside the top 200, I think, um, you have to go to first stage. Yep. If you have a world ranking and inside the top 200, I think, or maybe 500, I don't quite know exactly these numbers change, mm-hmm. um, you have to go to first stage. So let's just sort of talk through like qualifying. So... If you are a golfer who essentially has to go to first stage of qualifying, how it works is all over the world they have something called regional qualifying. Yeah, so, and that's is that what that's what we did. Yeah, that's what we did. So that that there's there's going to be loads in the UK. Yeah, there'll be loads in America, all over the world. If you then get through that, you then go to final stage. Now, just to put it in perspective, at each regional qualifying there will be something like a hundred players. And right, potentially okay. only three get through. That's crazy, isn't it? That's crazy. Maybe it. more sometimes. It basically it's a percentage of your field. I'm trying to think back to when we did it. Yeah. And I think it's got to be. I think it was slightly more because you weren't that it, far off. No, through. it was slightly more, but that was because it's in COVID. So yeah, essentially, what you didn't have then is all the regional qualifying going across the world. So right, okay. Like only regional qualifying. That's just more spots. Right. From the UK. Got you, got you. Um, and and when we did that event, it's it's quite cool because it's all open branding. It's all branded up, isn't it? Like tea boxes and things like yeah. that. So it was quite an experience for me, especially. I think um, I'm gonna do it again next back. year. But all yeah. I'm gonna do is I'm gonna film the whole thing. Right. Okay. Just add some more pressure. Why not? Do you reckon they'll allow you to do that? Well, or would you have to do ask it, the question? Would you have to do it like a GoPro? Like, on well, the, no, I'm going to ask the question. On the sneaky, sneaky. Ask the question at the open. Or meeting. Point. Yeah, I've got a meeting. It's a very, very good point. How exciting. Um, so who... Because what that basically means is the likes of yourself, yeah. people that aren't playing pros get a chance, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So if you're a professional, you can enter. Um, I don't know how they vet it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never not entered as a pro and not got to do it. Right, okay. Um, if you are a scratch amateur and below, you can do it. Remember the right, first okay. time I entered it, and the first time I did it was at um, the Mere, and you have to, there's like a cut-off point of when you've got to be scratched. Did I carry you for that as well? Maybe, sure maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe, no, maybe me a trophy you carried for me in there. Right, um, okay. But, yeah, so there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a cut-off point to when you can qualify yeah i remember i got on to scratch i was buzzing because i could enter open qualifying um, right, okay. so either a pro or scratch amateur gets a chance to um sort of qualify and yep. play for the open but the, the the thing is like it's a bit like a make or break you don't know how to play it because you're playing one round on the yep. f- on first regional yeah and then final qualifying is two rounds right okay um but bear in mind at final qualifying you will have sometimes, I mean, the likes of Montgomery's played it, Retief Goosen in a yeah. day. Um, yeah. These are all players who potentially have had bad seasons, fallen outside the top 100 in the world, um, not qualified through events. But then, this is their yeah. way in. Um, there's also other way of getting in. So, as you'd have seen this week, your likes of Davy Law had a very good finish at... Um, 
Irish Open. Yep. So there are events throughout the year where if you finish in the top five, there's like three spots for the Open at that event. And the John Deere was one of them as well. Yeah. So the the like the Joe Berg Open's one of them. You finish top five um, in there and the top three get that. And a reason why I say top five is because if the first two people in front of you have already qualified, then you get two, it. three, uh, three, four, five, yeah. then get that qualification. Yeah. Which would be, again be quite a cool way of getting in, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But imagine that having the, that pressure. This point is to get in the open. Christ, mate! Like it, it's, it's interesting. Like I mean, obviously, yeah, it's, I'm, it's never gonna happen. I'm never gonna um, qualify, unfortunately. <laughs> but I'd love saying that though. That you weren't a million miles off. No at regional. And I'd love just to get through regional. If I got through regional, the got through before. to final qualifying. Um, and I'm going to do it again next year because I, I sort of got didn't do it this year because I'm playing better golf than I, yeah. I actually play more. But now going forwards, I've got new series, so I'm definitely going to be playing a lot more. Um, and yeah, I'm 100% going to do it next year. And like we literally rocked up. We'd ne- you'd never, I don't think you'd ever, ever been there, ever played there. Played there no. We hit some balls, ate a few chips, a few bunker shots, about the first tee. Like yeah. having never seen the golf course before. I had, a, had an eight, I think, in there and shot one over. Two yeah, over. yeah. Like... Gutting. Gutting. So, and on the way in, I could have buried every hole. Yeah, yeah. Played. You played nice. Like fair dues to you. And I think we had to chase it a little bit down the last, didn't we? Because we, I think we were one off down the last, and yeah, we ended up being two off because I we made had Bergen, to, didn't I? yeah, we had to get after it, yeah. try and get after it. Pull the driver. Oh. But uh, at fair dues to you. I think you played well. So who? So we know that um, JT Poston got in on yeah, the John so- Deere. Let's just go through some of these. Um, right. Okay. So I'm going to do a few from who actually qualified at the events. So okay. what I mean by that is your last PJ Tour event and your last um, Open event uh, in terms of the Irish Open. We had from the Irish Open, the three people that qualified were uh, John Catlin, yep. Fabrizzi Zanotti, right. and Davy Law. So those guys all qualified to open via their positions in the Irish Open. Yeah. And I'm sure there might be some spots for the Scottish. So if you do well that week, next that's, week. That's this, this week, week isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and then this week um, we had first person to get through um, was, uh, I'm just getting his name up because I don't know how he's Well, going. why are you finding that? From the John Deere we had JT Poston. Well, that's what I'm doing, JT Poston. Oh, is it there? Christian yeah. Bezadenhoe and Amal- Emiliano, Emiliano Grillo. Grillo. Yeah. So, sorry, I've got their names uh, ah, right. So they're like they're handles on Instagram as opposed <laughs> to uh, as wanted to qualify. I wasn't just making them up off the handles. Um, yeah, so th- so those they guys obviously top qualify three. I think if it's top. Yeah, three. so they, 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 that's what you might find. Top one, two, three, and may not have ever qualified. So yeah. then they go through. Okay. I'm shocked to Christian Bazin who's not in there. Well, I'm shocked to Mila Grillo. At one point, he was like top thirty in the world. Yeah, and really dropped off. Interesting. Okay, so. Hollingwell was a final qualifying venue. Oh, was it? Uh, also, Prince's was, uh, and the Fairmont was. Uh, I'm that's sure that's Andrew, isn't it? Yeah. Fairmont. But you were there. That's where you were, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So qualifiers from Hollingwell um, was uh, Barkley Brown, Richard Mansell, Ollie Farr, and Marco Peng. So Richard Mansell is a top. Yeah, he's Bro. got a Euro- he's got a European Tour category. Oli Farr, I think, has got a European Tour category. Marco Peng, I think, maybe plays Euro Pro and Challenge Tour. Maybe more Challenge Tour than that. Um, but I've not heard of Barkley Brown. So what you have sometimes is some like amateurs who qualify and just get through. Which is which is amazing, and and I yeah. think I think it's quite quite good that they they offer that that you have that opportunity yeah. because. The likes of the Masters, okay, you get amateurs playing at the Masters, but it's quite a closed shop, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Which, which is, again, is understandable, but it's it's quite quite cool to see. It's something a bit different, and you do get... Because I remember last year, I can't remember who it was, but I remember last year them talking about like a, a pro from a golf club playing, and I, I can't remember... It's annoying me that I can't remember his name, but they were like analysing his swing on Swing yeah. Vision in, in Sky, and for him and oh, for the amazing. club, it's massive. Massive. Um, and then from Prince's Golf Club, you have Matthew Ford. Now, here's a really nice story. Matt Ford um, was on Challenge Tour on European Tour when I was caddying for Tom. Um, and then he's a PJ Pro. 
Right, okay. They decided, I think, to stop playing. Then it might be him. Then had a really good time again, and yeah, yeah it might have been him. He's qualified the Open before. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It I don't very, know. very, it very well might be Matt Ford because he's qualified a few times. He's like a, it's weird. He doesn't hit it very. He obviously hits it a long way, but he's, compared, yeah, yeah, he's compared to like, um, I guess the young guys. Um, not saying he's old. He's older than most of the but guys. Like the likes of Ram. Yeah. DJ, he's, he, but he's unbelievable Bryson. good at just like grinding a score and yeah. getting through. So it's almost like a lost art in that. Um, Jamie Rutherford and Rowan Mulani uh, and Jack Floyd were the other qualifiers from Princes. Right. Uh, and then finally at the Fairmont, we had Alex Wrigley, Lars Van Miguel uh, came through a three-man playoff. Um, wow. Uh, Aaron Rye just missed out, and um, so quite a big name to miss out, really. Yeah. yeah. Robert Dinwiddie was another one. He's 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 a, been a former name before in the past. It's um, it's it's quite cool, like I said, and and but to hear some of those names like Aaron Rye, like Aaron Rye is a, I'd say quite an established player on the European tour. Yeah. So to, to have someone like him missing out, but some of these guy these other guys getting in is is um, something special, and to win in a in a three man playoff. Yeah. Wow. So here you go. So final qualifying, there was four venues, two hundred eighty eight players playing. 16 spots wow. across the four venues so four each so in that situation then you're not just playing the people around you are you mm, yes you are yeah yeah it's all based at yours but if there's 16 oh so it's so many spots at this venue so many spots at this venue well, it's four not just venues, it's not just like the 16 best scores four, eight, 12, 16 I know but what I'm saying is it could have been like no 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 it's at your venue yeah, yeah, yeah. right okay but, but on, it's a very good point so I don't know quite how they work this, but there's obviously reserves. Yeah. Um, so is that injuries? Illness? Yeah. So very often people do pull out. So imagine your first reserve. There's oh. a big chance that you're gonna get a spot. But the only thing I would say on that, with it being the 150th Open at St Andrews, people aren't gonna pull out. People are gonna do everything they can to pull. Yeah. Exactly yeah. my point. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that covers everything. Yeah. Guys, um, thank you for listening on the pod. Um, don't yes. forget to pass the pod uh, if you're watching it on uh, YouTube as well yes. don't forget to pass yes. the pod and thank you for listening on Spotify um, if you do want to watch us visit How to in a Good Walk uh, on YouTube you're going to see me relax on the sofa talking about golf <laughs> and we'll be back next week with our full open review Yeah. so we're going to talk who's there who we think is going to win and maybe a little bit of news about the days that we might be up at San yeah and uh, that's a point we're going to have to do an open special that's going to um going to go up before and what we'll do is we will put the pod up a little bit later on the open week maybe after the first round on the Thursday yes because I am up at the open yes you are see you next week guys yeah thanks for listening